Yo, 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 we in the house, we in the house, we in the house, we in the house, we in the house. Episode 32, baby, what's up? How you guys doing? How you guys feeling? I hope you well. Hope you've had a blessed week. Mm -hmm. Full of positive shit. Happiness is cold as fuck, though. It's hard to stay positive when it's hard to get out of bed. Look, me, I'm an advocate for for winter, you know? I love the cold. I love the, the you know, the vibe of it all. But I, I know, yeah, I'm be winter. Guys, I don't like sweating. I don't like not being able to jog peacefully because the sun is on my ass. I don't like not being able to take super hot showers because I'm already hot. Why the fuck would I want to take another hot shower? Um, it's just, summer just makes me not want to move around much. Yes, it's nice to wear shorts and it's nice to have a cold bezer there in the nice tropical, you know, high temperatures. But man, come on, let's be honest. You ever had a banging cup of coffee when it's cold and it just warms your fingers real nice? Mm. Ever had that long hot shower where it's just steaming? Oh my God. It's not even get started on the cuddles. Come on. You don't even want to cuddle in the summer. Suka, 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 suka. That summer. It's a chance the whole time. You can't even argue in summer. That's just too hot. Imagine someone trying to start a fight at 32 degrees. What's wrong with you? Yo, I don't know she class Kayegi class in Fizu Ushu Shucho. Yo, Ushu Shupanzi. That, you know, it's gone forever. But it's cold, bruh. But outside of that, I hope you guys have been good. Hope you guys have been well. Um, It's been a good week on my side. Operations are still continuing. The weekends are still big. Uh, I don't foresee that changing unless a fucked up government decides to do something, which for me would really be sad because it's like, bruh, you guys have done everything wrong. And you're like, actually, nah, let's punish you motherfuckers. There's fraud, there's corruption, there's, oh my god. And yet I'm still worried about alcohol bans. In damn near June 2021. Mm-mm. But outside of all of that, this week, I just want to give a quick chat about working with brands from my experience, you know, and obviously a few people around me. Uh, I think it's one of those things where we all kind of just see it happening, but like people that don't work with brands or have never worked with a brand don't really know what's happening, don't really know the background to it so i'm just gonna give a little bit of background to it you know some tips some pointers and see where we go from there so welcome to episode 32 let's go now obviously when it comes to brand work there's different kinds of brand work and there's different types of remuneration you get for working with brands or for brands um i think yeah let me just start there actually brand work doesn't always mean you get paid in cash brand work works in in a few ways 
it can be i think a lot of people first deal with this one when they're still coming but like or they're still getting there but they're not really there yet either that or a brand itself isn't really strong when it comes to their budget so they don't have actual money to give or you know actually provide for the person that they want to work with so they'll usually give you product in exchange for content so let's say a clothing brand is the usually happens a lot with clothing brands they'll say listen we can't give you actual money but can we give you a jacket some jeans a t-shirt in exchange for two instagram posts of you wearing our clothes and tagging us on the clothes that is probably the simplest but like most common way of people working with brands um and i just want to say like real quick it's never a bad thing you know like it's just that for a lot of people it it becomes too cost it becomes too costly to actually do that for free and i'll go into that soon soon um but yeah if you're if you're starting up and you know you just want to start working with brands and align yourself with a few brands and get your instagram looking a bit more like someone who actually does brand work then yeah I always encourage it you know now there's another way where you can actually deal with brands and actually have more communication with brands and sometimes actually builds quite a good relationship with the brand it's just it's a it's a give and take sometimes it's a once off sometimes it's a ongoing thing which if you've really worked with brands you probably really know what I'm going to say which is press jobs and you know things like that and it's basically when a brand decides that you should receive a gift or a parcel from them basically and it will usually have it's like having a goodie bag you know it's like getting a goodie bag from a brand and sometimes more often than not it'll be centered around a specific campaign or a specific um thing that they're doing at the time you know what i mean and you'll actually get a drop from them obviously you don't get paid for that it's more them saying it's usually more them saying either one of two things number one we see you talking about our product we see you enjoying our product um or wanting to try it or anything like that and we therefore want to show love and here's some stuff from us and sometimes they'll openly say like please do tag us or share it on your story whatever but it'll never be something hectic it's very rare but you must always watch out when brands send you stuff like that and they ask you for like a instagram post on your actual feed and what what no it's 90% of the time 95% of the time it'll be maybe an Instagram story, maybe a tweet, if you're really feeling generous, you know, and just saying thank you, showing people what's inside the goodie bag and the box or whatever. Um, another way is when brands decide to communicate with you and they decide, you know what, we actually want to have you on board for trying one of our products or we see that it aligns with your actual brand. So, we'd love to work with you you know and we'd love for you to get a taste of our product or see what we're about you know those happen too and i feel like those are usually the two ways that press drops 
come about. I mean, the more I always feel like the more your numbers grow, and the more you are associated with brand work and with brands, and your content is really good, you get a lot more press drops than than the average person because obviously brands want to be associated. You know, so yeah, those are the two ways. As I said. It's not directly a way like when in this in the sense of the things that I've been mentioning, but it's always a good start. And also a good way when you haven't been getting a lot of brand work or anything. It's a, it's a nice sort of just bridge in the silence so that it doesn't look like, man, you really aren't, you know, getting a lot of, of, of brand deals right now. A nice little press drop from a brand can quickly boost you a little bit, you know whether it's your actual feed or whether it's your story or whether just you just wanting to make sure that you're at least consistent with brand work. So I really don't downplay um, press drops. And if you actually target them at the perfect time of dropping them, it'll really make it seem like you're doing a lot, you know, because in between brand work and press drops, it'll seem like you're constantly busy. It's another thing, but I feel like showing that that's just another episode in its own which is the art of actually not flooding people with information and with product and with everything finding the right time and the right balance of when to post how to post um and which products to post when and to cater to which market it's a it's a whole different story. I'll probably get into it soon. There has to be an episode about that because I even learned that from people who work with a lot of brands and I learned that it's not just the case of you get a brand and you just post. Mm-mm. There's so much more that happens. Now, obviously, there's also the best one, I personally feel, because it's secure, it's long-term, and it really ties into your brand, which is being an ambassador um, for a brand. You know what I mean? So them signing you, you write down papers, you sign off, and you are now, I, I want to say the face of a brand, but you're one of the faces that people recognize when they think of a brand on paper. You know, it's not just this thing where you did one campaign, which is what I'm going to mention next, but it's an ongoing campaign, basically, where it's six or so or 12 months, sometimes even longer, sometimes for years, sometimes forever, where you become an ambassador and you usually will either get free products, you'll get extreme discounts, you'll get paid for it. These all vary depending on how big you are how big the brand is, their budget, you know, what kind of brand it is. But being an ambassador is probably the best shit ever. I'm still praying and hoping, fingers crossed, that I could become an ambassador for something soon. Um, Prayers up. Because one thing about me, I know for a fact that once that pops, it's all about growth after that. Because I always look at brand work and everything as once one or two start going well brands take notice and they see that you're someone worth working with and it becomes a snowball effect so yeah but that's brand work i mean that's uh ambassadorship sorry and that's usually where the 
clean bag is because it's different negotiating for six months than negotiating for one campaign and speaking of campaigns that's the next and i think the last one i'll see if i have anything i forgot but campaign work which is basically a brand hitting you up and saying yo we've got a campaign running for this i've had many a different ones so i'm trying to like think of this like a set definition but basically it's them saying this is what we're doing we'd love for you to be part of it are you able to do it this is how long we're going to be running it for this is what we're going to expect from you and if you give us all these deliverables which is literally what they call it if you give us these deliverables this is how much we're able to give you it's either that way or they ask you how much you charge for these deliverables which is where all that media kit and rate card stuff comes out of because in your rate card you usually have your rates of everything how much you charge for this instagram story instagram post tweet um twitter story uh facebook you know and sometimes it stretches beyond that sometimes there's emceeing gigs that you have to do instagram lives that you have to do um i've seen ones where someone especially during lockdown djs had to do live sets um via insta live so now you've got to charge your dj set also because you're still djing um i've had to do one for my podcast i mean if you read down you can see exactly which one it is where i had to quote how much i would normally charge for someone to be part of my podcast for an episode and as i said it's a it's a very interesting experience but it's one of those where it's the closest thing you'll get outside of being an ambassador to a brand because one thing about campaigns is you do one campaign really well there's usually a chance that the brand will come back and say look here's something else that we're doing we enjoyed working with you the last time the response is great we got great feedback let's do it again so it's and it's usually where a vast majority of south africans in this space are eating from you know um yes we do have ambassadors and everything but there's a lot of campaign work going around like a lot it's just that it's not easy getting there because as i said you need to have a strong following you need to have in fact let me now nah, let me let me do it this way let me do it this way in order for you to get brand work as a whole like let me explain it this way brands don't just pop up out of nowhere you are researched you are tracked you are being looked at all the time i did not believe this the first first time my number started growing which was 2 years ago and i was told that listen you are in boardrooms and we're discussing you no information was given on my part i did not send anything but there are databases there are ways that brands obviously i do not work specifically in marketing and research but there are ways that brands can literally research everything you're up to and everything you're doing and anything you've said about the brand your numbers your tweets the kind of things you say um your picture content you know type of weekends you have brands can find all of this out just by knowing your your handle so i try to always tell people 
please, please, please be wary of the things you say and do on social media because brands are watching all the time. Just to elaborate on what I just said, I think for me, brands want you as who you are. Yes, we we tend to clean up and that's why I always say, oh, the clean up your image, you know. Make your pictures a little bit more crisp. Just take more time and effort editing. If you can get a photographer, get a photographer. The thing is, the cleaner your page looks, the more enticing it is. Um, I've also been told to to normalize tagging brands. You know, brands that you're wearing, brands that you are utilizing on your stories, on everything. Tag them. Tag, tag, tag. Because you don't know what that consistent tagging will showing them that you're using their product to consuming it can do tweeting about a brand i've as i said earlier i've gotten some luck of just being honest but using the name of a brand but being honest without tagging them without saying yo just being like yo man this shit bangs this is dope that's dope man like i enjoyed such and such and you'll find yourself receiving a dm you'll find yourself receiving a a a, a pop-up email somewhere saying yo man we see you we see your work how would you feel about working with us or how would you feel about a press job you know these things happen and they happen more often than you think so i always say watch watch what you say you know i know it's your twitter it's your instagram it's your life but if you want to do brand work, it, it kind of that's where the shit starts because you cannot really be saying the most vulgar, inappropriate things constantly on a daily and think that a family brand is going to want to work with you. It doesn't add up. You know, you've got to maintain the image of the brand that you think you'd want to work with. You know, like just logically, you know, if you're going to want to be someone who works with a wholesome family brand your content cannot be constantly sexual and full of foul language it's not going to work the brand they're going to scroll down your tweets in a board meeting and someone has to explain why you are talking the way you're talking because that person might have wanted to put you on but now looking at all of that it's not going to happen always be wary of stuff like that now that's just some brand knowledge just on the side like it's it's a lot of it is about the things that you don't know that they're looking at, you know. So try to always keep a clean profile, you know. Have your fun. Be a human being. But don't overdo it. Um, and yeah, I think in those, those are the social media ways, I think. There's obviously other ways of working with brands. I mean, in real life, like the stuff I do sometimes, which is activations, like actual... Uh, work at events uh so for example talking to a brand and saying look i've got an event this 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 and i'd love to work with you guys you know can you guys give me stock can you guys give me budget that's a totally different podcast but i'm just giving you just a little headline on what it's like to work with brands outside of the social media only realm where you're actually going out and you've got labels and you've got signs up and you've got actual product in front of you where you're snapping and you're there physically and 
you know, obviously that's toned down because of lockdown and everything, but that's also another avenue that can get you familiar with a brand and can get you into a brand because they're going to say, look, their numbers might not be great on social media, but in real life, look how much product they push for us, you know, or look how much pull they have in real life. Like a thousand real life people got to see our brand when we had our signs and everything up and our branding up. So this is someone we could definitely work with in future. So again, I, I really hope I've been able to just open your eyes into working with brands. I mean, there's so many, so many different ways. And always look at also also what you also, wow. Always look at what you as a person and as the brand that you want to push, what you're about. And align yourself with those types of brands. Like I know my, my one of my closest friends as a chef has aligned himself to brands that have to do with cooking, you know, and cooking appliances. It's not just this thing where you're doing this, but you go all the way right, you know. It would be pointless for me to work with a kitchen appliance brand because I don't even cook. You know, I literally talk about takeaways every day. But... It would make sense if I worked with a takeaway brand because I always eat takeaways. That's kind of the, the mindset you also need to have because it can't always be unrealistic. People need to see the content. And as much as a lot of people will know that it's brand work, it still needs to feel and look organic. It cannot look like you're doing this to get a bag. It's got to look like you're enjoying what you're doing. So it's it's a long road. Um you can also, another avenue that I did not mention, you can yourself send a DM to a brand, send an email to a brand with a proposal or a plan, and then see what they, they say and how they feel about it. So it's not always a a bad bet, but me personally, I I like the more organic way where I talk to a brand, tweet with a brand or about a brand, share stuff, and they find their way into my comments or my emails. But I'm li- but if I have a strong, strong plan, oh, I'm going to drop that, that DM. Oh, I'm going to drop that email for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, with all that serious stuff out the way, let's talk some new music, you know. I'm going to start with the sad one. Young M.A. dropped off the yak. And she really sounds like she's off the yak because what the hell, man? Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. There's only one song that's quite as decent here. It's Hello Baby featuring Fivio Foreign. The rest, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm tired. I can't even talk on Young Me anymore. Like, man, I've defended her so many like times. I, I can't do this. I'm, yeah, I'm grand. Oh, no, no, no. I'm grand. I'm grand. Masejo dropped, studying abroad, extended stay. The song that I enjoy here is the one that he apparently did for South Africa, which is Yebo, Stash Sema. Definitely give it a listen. Um, it's got some songs with Don Tolliver, uh, TMR, you know, Shalea. So it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Please give it a try. Masejo, uh, studying abroad. Uh, then we get to the crux of it now, eh? We get to the crux of it. Blackie dropped before now. 
man oh man oh this nigga got the heat blackie gave us a perfect album i haven't said that about a hip-hop album and i cannot remember how long from track one to track 12 everything is perfect the layout of the album is perfect the way the songs blend in together is perfect this dude knows what he's doing it is not a game it is not a false alarm blackie's here to stay i have never been so excited about a next drop as if someone did not just give me music since that motherfucker drizzy i'm not saying he's on drizzy's level all i'm saying is he's giving me that level of excitement man got songs with flame lucas raps nasty c and the nice thing is with this album feature or not they back the same it doesn't feel like a song is missing anything or has been over flooded he just killed it i've never been more happy for a hip-hop artist in south africa because me i had very little to no faith that there'd be at least someone who really really like pushes you know the envelope and gets people listening again like i i've never seen not never but i haven't seen in like a good two or so years where a hip-hop album is getting this type of response you know especially from an up-and-coming artist like he's literally consistently getting people's attention and that shit's amazing man like it's amazing i'm proud of him I'm happy for him and i can only foresee one hell of a future you know when it comes to his career but yeah that pretty much wraps up everything for for this week's music um guys i repeat as i said earlier the weekends are still big let us rock if you're in cape town and you listen to this podcast every friday we're going to saggy stone on clue street formerly unfiltered we're back trying to make it as home as it used to be that's where you just go to chill get your sundowners get your shots get fucked up let's have a fucking good time um anything else i usually will give you an update on my social media at 2213 make sure you check it out there's never a time i don't have a plan let me know don't miss out and with that being said follow me on instagram please 2213 a lot of you guys don't follow me on instagram it's quite sad i need it more than anything because i need those followings going up um please subscribe to the 2213 show thank you for always showing me love i always say this because i really appreciate it and i'll see you guys or you'll hear from me next week ciao ciao